Talk, the home of where the talking is good. It's your boy, Cody, and the other guy, Robert, here once again for some Ew. good conversation. Yeah. Guys, we are in the same outfits because... <laughs> We just didn't stop. All right? We didn't stop. We, we just we were feeling it. Yeah, you know, we had our last episode that aired last week, and he. Well, it's weird to talk about that because it, for us it was literally like five minutes ago. <laughs> so five minutes ago we just finished last week's episode, but yeah. you know we're like, look, we got Where's the time. We we know where we're going. We know what we want to talk about, and so here we are. Here you we know? are. Here we are. I do have a question for I you love though, before questions. we get into your question because I just I'm curious oh. and I, I don't I don't really know how I feel about it. Um, I listened to another podcast called Battle Ready. Battle Ready. And it's uh, between... You want to come on our podcast talk about it? Dude, that'd be sick. Please, <laughs> Erwin, Raphael McManus, please come out here. Just, I just want to pick your brain for like eight hours. That'd be Minimum. a super long podcast. Minimum. <laughs> Minimum of eight hours. I need to just talk the, to you. The first ever Good Talk 24-hour podcast. Oh, my gosh. One day. <laughs> One day. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. But anyway, uh, it's between him and his son, and they just talk about gotcha. kind of like similar stuff. But they, they get a little bit more political, um, but they, they just talk about things that are happening in the world. Gotcha. Current events, culture, mostly current events. and But anyway, hmm. but what they started doing, and I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> Oh, jeez. At the end, so like two weeks ago, they decided to start a Patreon. And for those of you who don't know, a Patreon is essentially a way for you to subscribe to people right. and give them, uh, you know, a little bit of cheddar to help their cause and what they're doing. And, you know, I have no problem with that. But what's annoying is they've decided that people that are not part of the Patreon only get up to a certain amount of the podcast oh and then no. they stop their conversation and they're like all right the rest of this conversation will be available on patreon i'm just like no that's so mean like i don't like it like, that is tough they got like an hour in and like he started teasing like uh, something they were about to talk about and his son was like well wait we're gonna talk about that on the patreon and i was like no <laughs> So I don't know. How, How do much f- is the subscribe? It's seven dollars. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's, is it a one-time fee in your Gucci? It's or monthly. Is it it's monthly. Seven bucks a month. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like it's a, a big, you know, ask by any means. But at the same time, just like, come on, man. Like, I don't know if you're living here. Okay. So were you about to ask what are my thoughts? Yeah, I was just curious. Like, I what, have so many. What, like, <laughs> do, are you for it? Are you against? Like, like, how, I mean, uh, I just, ah. Uh. <laughs> I mean, obviously, if it's someone that like, let's just say, like, you know, if we did it. Would you pay? <laughs> I'm, just I'm, I'm not, joking. I'm, joking. I'm, I'm not joking. against people paying for content. I am against doing it midstream. Right? And furthermore, I'm against if you didn't start that way. Right? If your channel, which they're big anyways, but like if our channel blew up and, and we're like, and, we're going to start charging. Yeah, yeah. I feel like now you're doing it for the money. Right. And I'm not saying that they are. No, yeah. I think that they're, they're trying to, from what I understand, kind of separate it from mosaic a little bit so that way mosaic isn't funding it anymore Mm. so that way they can fund themselves and i and i get that which i think is probably cool like they don't want it to be church funded anymore they want to make it its own funding yeah so i can understand And maybe there's also a little bit more liberty there if they if they separate you know you said that they do political stuff Mm -hmm. i mean i feel like we can get more political and we can talk more about that stuff if we're outside the realm of the church sure because i don't believe politics should exist in the church right um, even though there are some political issues that we have to hit from the pulpit right. because they're all, they were biblical issues first. Sure, sure. And so I feel like, and I feel like that we as a nation have a hard time separating those two. Yeah, yeah. 
Like you can be talking about something that's a biblical issue and people are like, you're getting so political. And you're like, no, I'm literally Bible. just talking to you talking about the Bible. Bible. <laughs> this has been in here for thousands of years and we are just now trying to pass legislation. So <laughs> separate the two, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. with that being said, maybe they feel like they can be more uh, liberated if, and say stuff that's not going to come back on Mosaic. But to the point, I... I don't want to say this indefinitely, but I would never do something like that. Yeah, I don't think I would either. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. If you started it free, keep it free. I, I if it were me, and I and I wish that they would do it this way. Is more of like, all right, we're gonna do extra episodes on the Patreon. Mm. That would make more sense to me. Mm. We're doing different episodes. There, there are Patreon exclusive episodes. Mm different conversations that you can't get outside of this podcast. Mm. Essentially like a separate podcast. Yeah. There's another podcast yeah. on Patreon where you can get more content. That would make more sense to me. Yeah. I'd be more on board with that. Not cutting me off mid-podcast where I can't hear the end. That's tough. That's like if I'm watching my favorite movie and it's like, hey, you got to pay $10 that's, to watch the rest of this. That's <laughs> tough. Like if Netflix was like, you can watch <laughs> in the middle all, of an episode all nine of the Stranger Things episode, but episode ten you got to pay for it. You got to pay for it. Like that would suck. Man. Like yeah, that's dude. what it feels like. Yeah, no, it's tough. So yeah, that's just my little frustration for the day. I still love them. I still think they're awesome, but I'm mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just curious. I was curious what your thoughts were. <laughs> Capitalism. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> no, it is great. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Uh, and I have no problem. Like I again, make your money, do it, do, do what it. you gotta do. Do it, man. You know, people should be able to. You know, it's to me, it's no different than like you used a movie or like somebody in the music industry. I mean, we pay for their content yeah. all the time. Why should ministers be exempt from that? I don't think yeah. that they should. You know what I mean? They should get paid for their content too. I do have a problem. Like you know, <clears throat> we do a podcast, and it's, it's it's biblical principles, it's it's spiritual guidance, and it's it's here to help people. Mm -hmm. So I would have a hard problem charging with something that's supposed to be free to the world sure. <laughs> you know what i mean uh but I, if people want it out of their benevolence give to sure, it yeah, yeah, yeah. then then that's you know that, that's totally welcomed and stuff like that but whenever you get to the issue of money in church people get really weird yeah, yeah. you know what i mean it's like people and this is not our topic for today say, but sorry. we're about to go in i was gonna say maybe we should have done this as a separate podcast <laughs> no, i mean three people, today <laughs> yeah i mean we could i mean people have no problem with individuals getting paid for anything they do in this life except for when it comes to preaching mm. and they're like i don't know that you should be paid for that and then on top of that you definitely shouldn't be paid well <laughs> which i don't understand because they're willing to pay for like not to call people out but like you know meditative yoga retreats and all that kind of stuff you yeah. know what I mean like there's other spiritual other experiences spiritual things. if you will they're like oh we're gonna spend a whole weekend and we're gonna right. have revelation and we're gonna feel better about our mind soul and body like and they're they're cool to do that and my wife and I we joke about this lots of times we're like we're changing our names we're no longer pastors we're life coaches Ooh, I mean, cause like if you change it to a life coach like they make cheddar and no one says anything wow about them making cheddar wow so it's like it's just funny to me how mm. people and they're like, well, you should be using that money to help the poor and do this and do that. And it's like, okay, first of all, if you don't see my finances, stop judging my finances. <laughs> you know you what I mean? Know. Yeah, you can't judge me until you know how much I give away. Mm. You know, uh, don't hate on my living until you see my giving. Yeah, that's good. Right? And we, I personally believe... I can't speak for you, sure. except for you shared on the podcast a couple weeks ago about how you helped that homeless man. I helped and another homeless person hey, yesterday. Let's go. I finally gave the, the, the little kit that I never got to give away, gave it to him. That's amazing. Right? Yeah. And generosity, I've been talking about it a lot at church. It's just who we are. Yeah. I believe that Christians ought to be the most generous people mm. in the entire world. They better be. <laughs> and, and then, you know, I also believe that generosity starts before your wealth. Mm. 
You know what I mean? Generosity is a lifestyle. And my generosity is not contingent about how much I make, how much I have in the bank. Right. My genero- I'm not waiting until I'm a millionaire to be generous. I'm generous now because that's the God. I serve a generous God. Amen. And since I serve a generous God and I'm supposed to be like him, then that means I should be a generous person. Yeah. And my wife and I, but I also know this to be true. You can't give it till you have it. That's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? My wife and I, we, we bought a car and we paid it off by the grace of God. And as soon as we paid it off, God was like, give it away. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, we finally don't have a payment. Yeah, yeah. And you want me to give it away? Yeah. But I couldn't give away that car until it was paid off. Yeah. <laughs> and I was low-key. I mean, key, that's true. <laughs> and I was low-key frustrated because we worked hard to pay it off. You know, like doubling up payments, right. beans yeah. and rice, cutting out whatever we had to cut out to pay beans it off. Beans and rice. Yeah, the old Dave Ramsey model, <laughs> oh you know what I gosh. mean? And so we're not doing extra expenditures. We're not eating out. We're not buying coffees. We're yeah, just yeah. every extra penny. We're throwing it at the wow. car and we pay it off. And then God's like, I'll give it away. Man. I'm like, bro. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Could you at least give me a little heads yeah, up here? <laughs> because I felt like, okay, let me just talk about this. I felt so good. Like, I remember, like, we Dude. were in Indiana, and I walked into the bank. It was a Wells Fargo. Take and this. I just, and I, cut, I gave him a check. It was the final payment on the car, and I was just done. Yeah, dude. You know, and I felt so good. So good. And I got in the car, and God's like, now go give it away. And I was like, I just felt so good, and now I feel awful. <laughs> but there is a scriptural principle here, sure. right? The Bible says it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. Amen. And it is. Yeah. It is, And that's what, that was the first promise, you know, or the first commandment that God gave to Abraham. I'm going to make you a blessing. That's so good. So you can, I'm going to bless you so you can be a blessing. Amen. It's like the first thing he told him. And so, you know, but in order to be a blessing, you have to be blessed. That's true. And, uh, but also I believe like, you know, I'm not going to wait until I have 15 cars to start giving away. If God asks for one, I mean, yo, it's all yours anyways. That's right. You know what I mean? And so, uh, just being a generous person and then I can testify, you know, we gave away that car and the car we have now is really, really nice and it's paid for. Amen. And God did it. And so, Hey, who am I to argue with his ways of doing things? Right. You know, his ways are higher than mine. His thoughts are deeper than mine. And so I, I may not understand. He's working. Yeah. And I think we make a mistake when we try to understand with our natural mind, Mm -hmm. this This (laughs) amazing God who created the universe. And I'm like, let me just wrap my brain around it. And, and you're like, dude, you can't, you don't even know (laughs) (laughs) you can't now with that being said, you can't go out and try to like systematically produce these things. Yeah. 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 Like there's no heavenly lever that I'm trying to pull. You (laughs) know what I mean? No secret button, no secret switch. Yeah. And I've seen people try to, I'm going to give away a car. So I can get a car. And I'm like, did God tell you to do that? <laughs> you just gave away a car, which is cool, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rachel and I knew we heard from God. Yeah. To give it away. And uh, one reason I knew I heard from God is because I argued. Because <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to do <laughs> it. Because I didn't want to do it. And uh, most of the time, that's how it works. But if you think that you're just going to give stuff away and God's going to bless you in return, like, uh, yee, I don't know about that, yeah. bro. You, you might want to consult your heavenly father yeah. first in the guidance. Cause that's what the apostle Paul says in second Corinthians chapter nine, right? Don't give it, don't give out a compulsion. Mm-hmm. Don't give out a peer pressure, but give as the Lord guides you. Right. And I think in a lot of the sense too, like even like what you're saying, like you can be very generous and just like, Oh, you, you can pay for a lot of people's food or sure. like all the time. I'm that, not talking about that. Yeah. Stuff. That's not that. That's you, not should you should just do yeah, that. Yeah. You should just do that. Yeah. Like as you feel led to do it, just do it. And yeah. I feel like that, don't always have to have like this burning bush experience if we're yeah. like, now go yeah. and feed 500 people today right. you know I mean? or whatever. Like just go and be generous and do good things, but don't be like, all right, God told me to give my person this car. Yeah. You know, or 
don't do it without God telling you to give your, right. your car away. Yeah. Yeah. Buying someone's lunch, I don't even believe you have to be led to do that. Yeah. That's just a just good, do it. That's just a nice thing to even do. Even if you have to skip a meal, yeah. just do it. Yeah. We do that. I mean, we don't have to skip meals anymore because we've gotten a little bit more cash in the bank. But like, I mean, just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Just be a nice person. Yeah. That's just nice. <laughs> be a generous just person. Just do it. Yeah. I mean, I bought a kid's uh, lunch at uh, Burger King. This was a little while ago. And dude, it, it, it's full awkward. Like when you buy someone's food and they're like, dude, why'd you do that? And you're like, God, <laughs> just, just make it awkward. God. God. <laughs> and so, but, this, but you know, I, like you just said, I didn't have any like lead in. Yeah. I didn't have any unction. I didn't have a burning bush experience. It's just like, we're generous people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was there to buy my lunch. And uh, so if I have, I didn't skip lunch that day. I bought mine and his, but you know, just I roller. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, dude, four for four. We're at the BK Lounge. <laughs> right, just living it up. Um, and so I don't think you have to be led to that. I, I'm talking about more yeah, about yeah, yeah. like life things. Right. <laughs> like, especially if you have kids, you mm. know what I mean? Like, we're going to give away our car. And, you know, if you and your kids are going to be walking because you gave away a car trying to get yeah. a car from God. Yeah, yeah. Bro, that's problematic. Yeah, you better hear from the Lord you if that's the case. You need to hear from the Lord. Yeah. yeah. And, so, and, and so, you know, and also with that, he doesn't. You know, we had two cars at the time, sure. so we we just all for a while just roughed it in one car. I know mm. first world problems, roughed it in one car, roughed it in one car. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it was a little Acura Integra, so it was kind of tight. <laughs> and so, but anyways, um, all right. So for the rest of this episode, you're gonna have to pay seven dollars <laughs> on our Patreon. We're going to stop right here. <laughs> and if you want to listen to the rest uh, of this conversation that we actually started this. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. I well, would never. I, I would say, never. I do want to say this, though. Like, if you do have money, don't feel bad about it. Yeah. Why do people feel bad about having money? You should be glad that you're successful. Yeah. And and even more so, if it's God that made you successful, brag that God made you successful. Like, there you, you go. Were, if you were successful because God got you successful, then... Tell everybody. Mm -hmm. I want to hear why you're successful. I want to hear that God made you successful. That gives me encouragement. And even if you are successful and, and you don't have a relationship with God, one thing I would pray that he would enlighten you on is that your success is from him, even if you didn't realize it, right. because we don't do anything. He's the one that's given us all these that's, abilities. Yeah, that's so He's good. He's the one that's given us all these talents. Yep. He's the one that's given us our sound mind. So even if you haven't recognized God yep. as the reason why you're doing well, right. God's still the reason right. you're doing even like people that are like the 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 heathenest of them all you know what yeah. I mean like those talents that got them in those That's places right. even if they're making music that is straight up like cursing God in a lot of ways like it sounds seems counterintuitive but like he did give them ability whether they're honoring him with that gift That's or right. not like God created them and God <clears throat> did things for them and helped them in a lot of ways. And, and that's what's just so crazy to me. It's yeah. like, and, and that's another thing that's like, God, what are you doing? <laughs> who yeah. are, who is this God? You know what I mean? Like he is so vast and so wild mm. and he, he deserves the glory. He does. And, and I hope and pray that, that all people can come to understand that like they are not where they're at in their own strength. And, 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 and in a lot of ways, God helped them get to their level of success. Yeah. And we're not even saying that you have to use because lots of times, like if somebody's a, a musician, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I was listening to Tim Ross and they talk about this a lot. They're like, if you're a musician, oh, then you need to play in church. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's not always necessarily yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? God's given you these one, you know, you got good administrative skills. Oh, you need to be an administrator in the church. Or, yeah. you know, that's not always necessary. We always take people's gifts and talents and yeah. try to, 
well, we don't, you know, but I, I guess sure. people do do this. In a general sense. But like you can be prosperous in a secular field and understand that it's God that has enabled and you, you and empowered you to do that. God needs people out he there. He does. He doesn't want ever. Yeah. Ministry is not just church. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. And that, that, I, I don't feel like I need to feel bad for saying that. Yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> because the, the church is like, we're supposed to come together and then go out. Yeah. Like we, we are supposed to go into the world. That's right. And, and do the things that we learn in church. That's right. So it is important that they, we don't have just like seven billion ministers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We yeah. all are ministers to some degree, but if we were all seven billion pastors, <laughs> that would like what? <laughs> like the, they would literally be yeah. pointless. Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like we, we would have no doctors. We yeah. would have no lawyers. We would have mm. no musicians. I, as you were saying that just now, I was thinking about like, Mm. If Colton Dixon, mm-hmm. to bring him back out, he's just such a good guy. He was. I'm just going to talk dope. about him a lot. Dope, dope, dope. Every episode, we're going to talk about Colton oh. Dixon. <laughs> no, but like I was thinking like that, if, if someone had grabbed him and been like, hey, you have this gift, I need you on my stage every single Sunday. Every Sunday. To, to lead us in worship. Yep. And, if, and if someone had done that to him, <clears throat> he would not be able to use his gift in the way that he does it right. now. And for those of you that weren't at our concert with Colton Dixon, he did awesome. an awesome job of entertaining, but mm. yet still bringing it all back to God yeah. and bringing it back to Jesus. Yeah. And, and in such a flawless way that did not feel forced, it did not feel pressured, it felt very like natural. Yeah. And and he felt he felt he seemed so genuine yeah. and just shared his faith publicly. And I know obviously it's a very easy in a church setting to do that, but I believe right. he, he probably does that very regularly. Even yeah, if he it's said not he did, and I believe him. So it's like that <sighs> is his gifting, and yet he's still bringing glory and still giving credit to God. Yeah, and, and I believe that that still brings change. Yep, and that brings people closer to him, and it gives people an opportunity to know him. And that's what we need. We need people that are going to use their gift. Mm. and then give glory to God. I mean, a great and a, a great and easy example is Chick Fil A. Chick-fil-A. They're in a secular industry. It's the Lord's chicken. It is. It's delicious. Um, they're in the they're in a secular industry. Yep. But yet no one can be confused <laughs> about who they attribute to their success. Yeah. Right? No one is confused about how they got from point A to point B. Yeah. They're very open and upfront about it. And and they use their ability, they use their business savvy, they use their wonderful model of my pleasure to <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know what I mean um, uh, that's so good and it's a it's a model other restaurants are starting to do it I've noticed like they've picked up they caught the hint I've, there's another fast food restaurant and I was like thank you so much and they're like my pleasure and I was like I see you <laughs> I know what you're doing <laughs> I you see can't, you that's copyrighted right <laughs> you can't say that TM Chick-fil-A TM. <laughs> you gotta say that every time but it's so you can be successful in the secular industry mm-hmm. your your talents and your abilities are, are, are not exclusive the, right, the church does not have the rights to those yeah, yeah. now with that being said if god has told you to be a praise and worship leader sure. then you need to and you're trying to do it in a secular man that's a different story yeah that's gonna that's not gonna work and you're gonna have frustration all along the way because god has called you to be a worship leader yeah. you know i think sometimes i'm not sure but i think sometimes some maybe these these praise and worship bands kind of get into trouble because God has given them this gift and, and ability to use it in a secular mm-hmm. field but they're using it in and, and they're just frustrated and they're frustrated so they make mistakes. Wow. Yeah. If they would have just been in the right area to begin with, yeah. it probably would have been fine. Yeah. And so, you know, if you are called to um, whatever it is, man, 
If you're called to be a lawyer, then be the best lawyer you can be and give Argue credit. with the best of them, but give yes. credit to God. <laughs> it's, it's apologetics in a different way, right? <laughs> Defense of the law. But uh, just if you're called to be a janitor, be the best janitor you can be and just understand where that talent abilities come from and do it to the glory of God. Amen. It's like... Is, is going back to what Colton said, he, he talked about like this Christianity thing is a lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? It's not a worship service. It's yep. not something we do on Sundays. Yep. And so just live for him Amen. outside of the church, like you just said. Yeah. And that's what we're really called to do. Yep. That's it. Yeah, that's what it's about. You know, when in Matthew 5, where he talks about you're the light of the world, mm-hmm. where do we think that takes place? <laughs> it's, it's not in the church. <laughs> you are the light of the church. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. You know, when you're at a church service on Sunday morning, no one in there needs your light. <laughs> we, we're all there to worship God. We're all Now, maybe there's some people, first-timers and sure, people that came yeah, from the community yeah. and they need salvation. Still shine bright in the church, Still please. shine bright in the church, absolutely. Don't be, yeah, anyways. but You're supposed you're, to come into the church to reignite that light. To reignite, to, to get, get fed, to, to get inspired. That fire, That's right. To, to come, you come hungry Encouraged. for more so that you can shine brighter. <clears throat> absolutely. And then you take that light mm-hmm. into this world. Yep. Yep. So into the marketplace, marketplace Christianity. Yeah. I mean, that's what we need. Yeah. Marketplace. If you're, you know, if you're a photographer, marketplace Christianity, Amen. be a photographer that reaches people through your camera. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, if you're an entertainer, marketplace Christianity, you know, Christianity is not exclusive for the church. It's, yeah. it's, it's supposed to be out here in the world. Amen. And that's even one of the first commandments of Jesus, go into all the world. Yep. All right. Creation. I don't know if it's the first commandment. I don't know why I said that. It's one of the commandments. <laughs> it's the first commandment. It was his his commandment before he left. <laughs> <laughs> so so we have the good news, and and the church needs the good news because it inspires us, Amen. it rejuvenates us, it keeps us pushing forward. Mm-hmm. But the world needs the good news too. Amen. And you can make an impact by being a light in this world. Yeah. In your community, you know, uh, if you're a football player, then be the best football player out there. But give credit where credit Tim is due. Tebow. Tebow. Is he still doing that? Man, Tebow. I don't, I don't follow him at all. So I, don't I follow him on Instagram. Let's just talk about this real quick. Hey, Timmy boy. If you want to come on the <laughs> podcast, <laughs> I you got, are invited. Uh, you know how you just went at battle ready and you kind of went in on him? Let me go in on Tim. Oh, gosh. Real quick. Uh-oh. You make me feel like a terrible person. <laughs> What did he do? He's such a good guy. Oh, like man. man's building orphanages. Oh, <laughs> like he's God. digging wells. He's building hospitals. He's reaching people. That's he's got awesome. he's got his one night of you know that carpet thing for the the special needs community. That's amazing. I mean the dude is killing it. And That's like so I cool. watched him on I watch him on Instagram. I follow him on Instagram. Uh, one of my life goals is to meet this man. And I know that's probably not a great life goal, but it's out there. Um, I've got a few people that are on my bucket list just to meet. You know, and he's one of them. He uh, just wants an eight hour conversation with you, Tim. Nope. First 24 hour podcast. (laughs) No, but I mean, but that's what that's scripture. Like Mm -hmm. iron sharpens iron, provoke one another unto good works. You cannot follow that man on Instagram and not be provoked to do more in your community. I need to do good. (laughs) I mean, he is awesome. Yeah, Uh, absolutely awesome. But you're right. When he played for my Denver Broncos. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Isn't it funny how we do that? You know what I mean? It's my team. I have no stake in this team at all. We did so bad this week. We did do so bad. Come on, guys. We really did do bad. Get it together. I don't play football. I don't watch football. (laughs) But when Tim Tebow was, and I love this about Tim Tebow, like he was in the press conference um, after one of the games. and, and, And I love not comparing him to other athletes. Sure. But I love how he 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 makes sure there's no confusion. I love Jesus. Yeah. Like he doesn't say, I want to give glory to God. 
You know what I mean? He just, I love Jesus. I want to thank Jesus for this. And he did that in a press conference in one of the, one of the post-game things. And someone asked him, like, you talk about Jesus every time. Why? You say you love Jesus every time. Why? And he was just like, he's like, if you're married, you don't just tell your wife you love her once and then you're good for your entire life. Wow, that's good. He's like, you should tell her every day I Amen. love you. He's like, I love Jesus. I'm not just going to tell him once. I'm going to tell him every day. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to let this platform, I'm going to use this platform. And I'm paraphrasing. Sure. This is a long time ago when he played for the Broncos. But he's like, I'm going to use this platform to let the world know I love Jesus. So you have a man mm-hmm. in a secular industry. Yeah, yeah with lots of money and lots of fame. Now they're putting their bodies on the line every single week. So God bless them. Uh, It does come with, you know, risk, but they're they're. But yet he's like, you know what? I'm going to let people know how I got here. Amen. And his name is Jesus. So good. Marketplace Christianity. We need more of that. Yeah. We need more of that. In everything that you do, give credit to God. In everything you do, give glory to God because you... Mm are able to do what you do be, by the grace of God. Mm, <laughs> you, so are, true. you are where you are today by the grace of God. Mm. You are where you are right now by the grace of God. Give honor and praise to him because you are where you are. Now, I know you might be in a bad situation, but God's going to get you through it. Mm. Maybe you've done something and it's caused you to be in a spot that's a little bit tough right now, but praise God that he's going to get you through it. Amen. And, and he, he, he's done it for you once. He'll do it for you again. Yeah, absolutely. And I personally believe... That Christian-owned businesses and Christian—I always struggle with this word—entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs nailed it first try. Uh, they should be the most successful in the marketplace. Yeah, because they do. Now, if you don't know God, don't get mad at me. They do have an advantage. A little bit. <laughs> they have faith in Him. Yeah, they're connect. They're they're yoked to Him. Hey, huh? See last podcast. Last week. I don't think we're getting to the other episode. <laughs> I don't think so either. Might be a three. <laughs> might be this outfit all day. We've already gone twenty-seven minutes. <laughs> Sorry, so we said something about this. It's going to be the next week for that other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> True. But but somebody who's in the marketplace and they have this relationship with the creator, mm-hmm. they literally have creative forces that are working to their advantage that somebody who's not in this relationship with him does not have. That's wild. It's advantageous for us to have this relationship with him. And it's not that we use this relationship to get things. We're in this relationship because we love him. Yeah, yeah. Because we worship him. Mm-hmm. Because we want to honor him. But just the byproduct of that, the Bible says that everything you put your hands to is going to prosper. When you are sincere about this relationship with God and you do what Matthew says and you literally seek him first, mm, good. then all these things will be added to you and he will perfect everything that concerns yeah, yeah, yeah. you. That includes your secular business. Yeah. That includes your secular job. And so if I was you and you're not a pastor and you're not a minister and you're not in ministry, I would have an expectation that the hand of God is on my business. If you own a yeah. landscaping company, it ought to be the best landscaping company in town because God's hand is on it because you're in it. When Pav and I worked for a landscaping company, when we we're working our way through college Bible school, um, we worked for a landscaping company and we said this all the time, this company prospers because we're here. Amen. And God's hand is on us. That's rad. And since God's hand is on us, this business prospers. It wasn't even our business. Dang. But yet, that's guy mar- hired some lucky dudes. <laughs> he <laughs> did. The lucky guy hired some he good did. dudes. <laughs> and that's marketplace Christianity. Yeah. Right. And and if you're working, a, maybe you're not the owner of a company. You got the presence of God on your life. And that company is prospering because you're there. I would use it to the credit and glory of God, and they will recognize it on you. Even if they don't recognize him, they'll be like, dude, this guy's got something. This girl's wow. got something on their life, and they're killing it. Yeah. I mean, we, need even, to, we need to bump them up. We need to. 
sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, you got to think even like with Chick Fil A on a on a business sense, it seems stupid for a restaurant to be closed once a week. Right. Every single week. Yeah. I I'm am curious. I I bet it is millions of dollars a year that they mm. probably miss out on a, mm. on a global scale. That oh they, yeah. That they probably absolutely. Miss out. 52 Sundays a year. Yeah. They're closed. Right. And every Sunday I would love to have Chick-fil-A. Honestly. And on a business sense, it does not make sense to close down your business. But I believe because they sacrifice that day. So that way all their employees have the opportunity to go to church. They are blessed by it. You want to know how just talk about having God on your side in business. Mm. Chick-fil-A when the Atlanta Falcons built their new stadium in Atlanta now, most football games happen on a Sunday. Chick-fil-A has a restaurant in the brand new Mercedes-Benz Atlanta Stadium where most of their games happen on Sunday and they're closed on Sundays. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Right? Okay. Are there games that happen outside well, of Sundays? Well, yeah. I mean, there's okay. like Thursday night football. Okay, all right. Right? And then there's, you know, uh, you know I mean, but, the, but a football stadium is not exclusive to football stadiums. You know, there's concerts. Okay. You know what okay, I mean? Yeah, there's yeah, other yeah. things that gotcha, use that sure. venue. Yeah, yeah. But just the, think about that, wow. though. Like, there's so much favor on them that somebody, Mercedes, who's building a stadium is like, okay, we're going to have this company in here that's closed. <laughs> On our, for on one our of our primetime events yeah. for, you know, 18 weeks of the year, wow. whatever it is, 20 some odd weeks of the year. Um, but they didn't care. Yeah. They're like, we need to get Chick-fil-A in there. Yeah, because they know. Get them in there. Get that chicken in the building. <laughs> Why did they want Chick-fil-A in there? Because they know the popularity of Chick-fil-A, mm -hmm. because they know that business is successful, and because they know people go there. Yeah. And it's just wild to me. And so when you put God first mm -hmm. in your business and you practice marketplace Christianity, God will put you in places that doesn't even make sense for you to be. Amen. It doesn't make sense for them to be in there on Sundays. Right. But yet they're there. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's rad. And you you may find yourself in, in, in whatever marketplace it is, and you find yourself sitting at a table, and you're like, how did I get here? Yeah. Where somebody's pitching this million-dollar business opportunity to you. How'd you get here? Simple, marketplace Christianity. You put God first. You recognized it was the favor of God, the grace of God, uh, the mercy of God that is on your life that enabled you and empowered you to be in that position. And he, I believe this with all my heart, he will make a way Amen. because that's the God that you serve. And so don't think that the only, and, and we need to get better at this. We need to be, begin to tell our teenagers and our kids, we do it with our kids all the time, but you need to tell your kids, the only way you're going to be successful is through God. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean yeah. it's going to happen exclusively in the church. Yeah, yeah. But put God first, Amen. and he'll make sure that you're a success in everything you do. Amen. I don't know how we got here. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. What's happening, guys? What is happening, guys? Man, go and do good things for God, and be don't be ashamed. Be, hey. Don't be ashamed about your success. That's right. And, and give credit to him in all these things because you are successful because of him. Yes, and be bold. Be bold To about talk it. about the one who got you there. Amen. Shine bright, little one. <laughs> <laughs> little one. That's amazing. Uh, we love you guys. Yeah. We'll, we'll see you on the next one. <laughs> Bye. Shine, shine. shine bright, little one. It just felt right. It, it did. It felt, it felt good. good.